Hey, I uh, got a little thought I want to share uh, with everyone that hopefully will encourage you and push all of us forward as we are processing through, you know, what a wild season we have all been in. And uh, he here's the one thought I hope to drive through, uh, drive into all of our hearts and minds. It's, it's this. God doesn't waste a thing. God doesn't waste a thing. God doesn't waste a thing. God doesn't waste one thing. I uh, was, what well, we were I'm probably, I don't know, how, how old are you in eighth grade? What are you in eighth grade? Is that 13-ish? 13, yeah, so I'm about, I'm about 13 years old. I might be 12 because my birthday is in October, right? So I was always a little bit, you know, younger kind of when you're going to school. So I may have been 12, but probably, probably 13. And I was going to a, a school in Providence, Rhode Island called Community Prep. And uh, this was a school, uh, since I lived in the inner city, uh, they had created really like, I guess, a kind of a charter school kind of deal where you would, they were taking kids from the community and they were giving us this, you know, more intensive education. Uh, so I had the opportunity to go visit a bunch of the schools on the East Coast, uh, maybe schools that some of us have heard of at different times, uh, like those boarding schools that you hear about, you know, in, the, in, in New England. Uh, so that's where, from eighth grade, that's where a lot of us would, would go to those types of schools uh, for, for high school. And, uh, but I didn't want to go to a, go there because I wanted to play basketball. And so I wanted to go to the hood school. I wanted to go to where all my friends were going. I wanted to go to Hope High School uh, because I'm trying to play basketball and I look forward to that one day. And, um, but there is, uh, somebody comes to our, our middle school and they say, hey, do you, know, do you have any kids, any minorities here uh, that would be able to handle our coursework and our, our um, headmaster or principal gave my name and it was to this all boys school uh providence country day and i go and i have an interview at this school wow. uh, and i'm sitting there with my mom with the headmaster you know i'm like okay headmaster and i i have on a tie because there's a dress code there and we're sitting and we're talking i'm like there's no way I'm going to an all-boys school. I ain't wasting all this on an all-boys school. No, I did not think that one time. I thought, I, I want to be around people and my friends, and I don't, I, I'm not going to go to this school. Uh, so, but my mom, I'm thankful, I'm thankful for her. Uh, she, was, she did not tell me I had to go, but she was really, really encouraging me to. She was like, Earl, I really think you need to look at this. I think this is a fantastic opportunity. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of wrestling back and forth, and uh, eventually after prayer and some encouragement from some mentors, I said, okay, I'm gonna go to that school. So I'm one of like three minorities, you know, in the, in the whole school. And you're just trying to, you know, you're just navigating a new world. Now my neighbor, I still, we still lived in our neighborhood, right? So my neighborhood, you got, you got black, white, Hispanic, uh, oh, sorry, Latino. Uh, we had folks from Vietnam, folks from uh, Laos. Folk, I mean, all over were, were in our community. So it's very, very diverse. And then I go to the school and it's mostly, you know, white. And I remember one of my first days, a kid says to me, so uh, like, are you, are you really smart? Like, is that why, you know, you're, you're here? Cause you know, I was like a fish out of, I was like, you know, there weren't a lot of me. So he was like, you must be, you know, really smart. That's why you're here. Uh, and I'm like, well, I guess I am. And just trying to navigate and figure out what, you know, where you fit. And uh, that was, a, we had, I, they had student council at that time. And I remember going, hey, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to try out for student council. I've never done that before. So I tried out, ran for like our president of our freshman class and they voted me president of the freshman class. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I remember sophomore class and I was like, I'm going to run for that too. And I did it again. And then, you know, junior year, then senior year running for, you know, student body president and, you know, going to the lower school and the middle school and running and saying, this is what I want our school to be about and doing all this. So I was like Obama before Obama, right? So I'm like, yes, we can. And they're like, yes, yes, <laughs> free lunch. I don't know what we're saying, uh, what I was promising them. And I got voted in as, as president of the school, and uh, it, was, it was a fantastic uh, experience. I didn't know that all of that back then was teaching me to navigate in, in a world that is currently the church that God has called us to lead. I had no idea that... Uh, that learning how to operate in my neighborhood and learning how to operate in friends' homes that were like, whoa, you live here? Like, and then, you know, you do that the first few times and you learn, oh, you don't do that. You know, you just compliment somebody when you walk into their home and you act like you belong there. You know, you're just learning how to navigate life. It was God not wasting that whole season of my life. And I just want you to know the things that God is doing in you right now, they could be for 25 years from now. Now, we like to think that everything God is doing now is for next week. We like to think everything God is doing right now, every, every sermon we hear, we think I need, this needs to be for this week, but it could actually be for 10 years from now that there's a word that God drops in your heart on that day for something farther for way in the future. And I just want us to understand that God doesn't actually waste a thing. You and I will leave an environment and we go, well, that nothing was for me. I didn't get any goosebumps that. No, that there was no, nothing yeah. was for me. Uh, that, that, that message wasn't for me. That message must have been for somebody else. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. As if God can only speak something the moment before you need it. Don't you know that God will actually speak something years before you need it? God will speak something in your life right now. He, he is preparing you now for things you don't even know that are coming in the future. Uh, Nehemiah had this moment when he finds out that the wall are torn down. He goes into this passionate prayer in Nehemiah chapter one. They verse going, I'm going to go all the, way, all the way to verse 10. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great strength and your mighty hand. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. Then he says, I was cupbearer to the king. The walls of his community are torn down. And for years, he has been in a position of service to the king. He could be looking at his position of service to the king thinking, why do I have this job? Why am I doing this? This is irrelevant. This doesn't matter. 
I don't wanna, I don't wanna be here. I don't wanna have this spot. I don't wanna have this position. God, take me out of this. God, mature me. God, grow me. God, promote me. God, I don't wanna do this. And he's praying all the, he could have been. I don't, I don't know that he was, but he could have been praying all those prayers for God to get him out of the spot that God had him. And thankfully, God in his wisdom is like, no, I'm not taking you out of that spot because you're gonna find out something from your brother about your land. And I need you to be in that spot so that the king trusts you. So when you go to him and you ask that request, the king says, yes, I will give it to you because I actually need you to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. So he is thinking, I'm just cupbearer. But God in his chess mind, his master, chess master mindset is saying, no, no, no. What I'm doing is preparing you now for something I have years from now. And I just want you to know that God doesn't waste cup bearer seasons. He does not waste tear seasons. He does not waste seasons of frustration. He does not waste, I lost my job. God, why am I here? God, why am I here? I hate this. He does not waste, we can't get pregnant. God, why can't we get pregnant? He does not waste, oh my goodness, my husband's been looking at pornography and I'm feeling like I'm not enough. He does not waste those things. He does not waste anything. As a matter of fact, he is preparing you right now for a person you haven't even met yet. He is preparing you now for a problem you don't even know exists yet. And if you are willing to trust him, to trust that the steps of a good man and a good woman are ordered by the Lord, he will not waste one thing that you and I are walking through. What sickness might you be battling right now? He won't waste it. What frustration do you have right now? He won't waste it. What gift did you get when you were like 13, and it seems so random, you can play the ukulele. <laughs> and what, what will God do with the most random gifts? He did the same thing with the disciples. I, I won't read this now, but you can look in the verse, first chapter of Mark. They're there, they're working at their dad's company, fishermen. And they maybe didn't want to work for their dad's company. I mean, it's like, well, everybody does this, so I'm just going to keep on doing what my dad does. But that's where Jesus found them. He found them doing the thing that they just stumbled into doing. So what is it right now that might be a role, a responsibility, a, I don't know, a frustration that you have? I'm just letting you know. God will not waste one thing. He's a master chef, has the ability to even take the nasty stuff. You put it in there, it's like you taste some things on their own. You're like, oh, this is disgusting. I would never just eat a chive, you know? <laughs> Who wants this? But you put it in the right mixture, you put it in the right recipe, the thing that you would, you hate it tasting on its own actually enhances the flavor of the whole dish. Can I just tell you that is what God is doing with all of our lives. So the jobs you hated, he's using. The roles you didn't want to be in, he's using. The people that hurt you and offended you, he's using. 
dare I say, this whole season that our world is walking through, that God is able to take all of this and he will not waste a thing. I love you all so much. I pray that this is an encouragement to your heart because whether you're on Instagram or all of our leaders that are tuning in right now, I want you to know that God is working all things together for his good and his glory. Your good and his glory. He is doing that right now and God will not waste a thing. Love you all a ton. Hey, Instagram, have a great rest of your day. Family, we love you tremendously. Y'all have a great rest of your day too. I think we're done. Are we done? All right.